0: You're listening to the Fire in the Hole podcast with Richard and Jason, available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play.
1: If you like the show, you can help us out by supporting us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and by rating and reviewing us on iTunes.
0: If you want to be a guest on the show or you want to get in touch, drop us a line at fireintheholepodcast at gmail.com. That's fireintheholepodcast at gmail.com. Enjoy the show. Today on the show, we've got one of our best friends and returning guests, Mr. Steve Bro. We talk about social media, artificial intelligence, uh, cybersecurity, crazy medical advancements, MMA, monster trucks, 70s and 80s iconic TV shows, and a whole bunch more. Another zany, action packed episode of Drinking Beer and Shooting the Shit, right here on Fire in the Hole. There will be fewer and fewer jobs that a robot cannot do better. Okay. What to do about mass unemployment? This is going to be a massive social yes. challenge. Um, and I think, ultimately, we will have to have some kind of universal basic income.
1: I don't think we're going to have a choice. Universal basic U- income. Universal basic income.
0: I think it's going to be necessary. <laughs>
1: little like post-race kind of look yeah or roadie Europe- slightly european little european yeah with a with a giant champagne bottle
2: does does it does it make me look like i have lots of money though
1: that's a good question probably not that's a good question we certainly never you've always you've always done well for yourself i think you've always been good with the finances um no 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 well, you certainly didn't, it looked like it. So you, that's, that's what's important, really. It's yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's looking all Looking like a, it's you got a, it together. It's a to facade,
2: appear. yeah. <laughs> it's a facade, but no, yeah. there was, there was. A, well, I think like everyone else, when you start, when you first start working, I mean, I, I had always done, as a kid, you know, you do like little jobs, you know, work for the, the like soccer refereeing and Paint Mr. newspaper Johnson's and, uh, yeah. you know, like lawns and stuff like that. Worked in a library, just like basic little, mm-hmm. little things. Working in the kitchen, you know, like washing dishes. But the first I got out of, but I was doing those while I was in school. So my first job, like job job is is still, where I am now. I'm not doing the same thing, but it's the you know big company. Mm-hmm. And so you go from minimum wage to at the time, like, I don't know, I was making like $11 an hour. From from minimum wage at the time, which was probably around five something, six in Maybe the six in the months. late nineties. Yeah, and mm. so I'm like, whoa! I got all this money now, and I was just spent like bowling. Yeah, yeah. Every paycheck, <laughs> every paycheck was just, especially when I was still living at my parents at the beginning. Every paycheck oh, yeah. was just spent. I have, I have like. Uh, um, Binders full of regret. You have binders that I still have. That's the that's the problem because a lot of it was I just buy CDs. Okay, um. and so they're all still there to haunt me. Um. All of my poor, poor choices, <laughs> financial choices. Of <laughs> <laughs> like putting like oh no, I'll put on my credit card that first credit card too. That'll kill you if no one's like
1: if no one's looking over your shoulder. Yeah, 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 yeah. your credit card. Yeah, yeah, and they they try to get you right
0: away. Yeah, and nobody teaches you how to use yeah. them. Yeah. No, no, and it's
2: literally, and it's the, and it's one of those things. I think that, at least, I don't know. I mean, they might still have it. I don't have. Well, you'll know soon. But I mean, in high school, I remember us doing sort of like economics, but that basic shit. Even like, I don't remember anyone really. saying like, "Hey, here's uh, here's some stuff to look out for once you're uh, once you're an adult." You know, no, none of <laughs> nothing. It's literally the the two things that you that you actually have to be an adult about are your health. And your finances, and you don't learn shit about it. Doesn't even come up. Mm. Yeah, it's yeah, literally only
1: two things. If you're in economics, they'll either teach you like high-level macro, microeconomics. Yeah, you which, know the
0: GDP, but you won't know how to use your credit card. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: You know, like uh, uh, supply and demand curves, which mm. is really impressive. But then, like, how does that help you budget? You know, once you move out of the the folks's place. And it's
2: silly too, because it's part of you know, mathematics is part of what I studied, and but for some reason you put, a, you put a dollar sign in there and none of it makes sense anymore. Yeah, I'm like, people always tell me, especially you know, around our age, people say, oh, investing this, that, and the other thing. I'm like, yeah, I just want to make sure that I have money for retirement and the rest is just too complicated. It seems like something I need to be watching and paying attention to and really understanding. Hmm. Uh, that's, yeah. that's how it is at banks now. Like, uh, You just want to open
1: a regular-ass account yeah. They they run you through this whole like little business class and they're like so where where do you want to play with the money? You're like, "What? I just want an account to dump money in that I make working." I still
2: have these old maybe like almost cartoonish notions of finance where like, "Well, you know, I guess if you have gold that's good and <laughs> yeah. if you own large tracts of land that's probably good too real estate and gold well, you know. Having it's like I have like 18th century financial <laughs> like advice for people
1: land and gold Yes.
2: will you take a doubloon <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: yes how, how about silver can you pay me in silver <laughs> <laughs> yeah but I mean that's I don't know in our generation I feel like credit cards were like a little bit of a mark of success like you were generating enough money. And that's kind of was the original sense of it, right? Is that you, once you were operating in a certain economic level, then the bank was like, well, here, we're even going to let you kind of float some credit. Um, and they
2: loaded you up hmm. too. I remember my first credit card, it was one of those things where they're, they just, I guess they looked at my salary and they're like, well, you live at home, so you have no expenses. And so here's a credit card with five thousand dollars. They
1: give you yeah, five K. Like
2: twenty or like twenty years old and you have like a five thousand dollar credit card. What idiot a bank thought that was a good idea. I, I well know. they I knew they, they knew it was a, gonna be a good idea. It, it was a great idea yeah, because yeah. the
1: worst case scenario is you, is you crash ex- and burn and yeah. then mommy and daddy are gonna have to pick up the slack for you and they are they're they've got jobs. <laughs> I think
2: five K
0: is actually pretty low Little did
2: they know, I would just slowly, painfully pay them back. Yeah. <laughs> Usually a 20-year-old,
1: like it's 500 bucks when you, when you first oh get yeah? your first yeah. credit card. That's your first one. Hmm. I mean, I don't know if you were an exception to that rule, but I, I couldn't know. even get one f- as a student for the longest time. As a
2: student? No, it was really once I first job kind of thing. Like, oh, well, I guess I should hmm. have one of these things.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I got my first credit card. Like, it, was, it almost felt like it was a mercy credit card from the <laughs> bank. They're like, he's such a nice guy. Let's 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 give him five hundred bucks. We like him. (laughs) He's he's a he's a he's a cool kid.
0: He looks like he's good for it. He looks like he's good. He looks looks, his mom looks like he's good for it. (laughs) Yeah, his mom looks good for it. And then now that's one of the questions. Like, what's your relationship with your with your mom? (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
1: Do you like your mother?
0: Does she love you? (laughs) (laughs) How much? (laughs) If you
1: had to put it in dollars, (laughs) what amount does your mother love you? (laughs) Did she tell
0: you bedtime stories?
1: (laughs) Does she hide money under the mattress?
0: <laughs> Does she have collateral? Did she give you hugs? <laughs> yeah. One hug a day? One, two hugs, two hugs a day? day?
2: It's funny. Whenever someone says that it's <laughs> always dangerous when you're worth more dead and alive, you never assume that they're talking about watching out for your own kids. Yeah, mm. seriously. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. And that's, that's, uh, that's a common, uh, that's a recurring story, a tragedy yeah. <laughs> in our society. Bobby,
2: what are you doing under the car? Nothing.
1: <laughs> but that, the like, brakes are
2: fine. They're fine. <laughs> Everything's okay.
1: The second you pay off a card, though, the bank, the credit the, the card companies are like, hi. Mm. Oh, yeah. They're, I mean, how's it going?
2: They're, they're, they're ready. I mean, you're ready to cut the thing up, and they're like, hey, you want another couple of grand on that? Yeah, how are you doing? Yeah. Are you doing okay?
1: Mm. They're like, who is this? Oh, this is Visa. Uh, <laughs> so, how's the job? How's life? Mm. Like, what do you want? Oh, nothing. We just wanted to let you know that you can go to 1,000 now.
0: <laughs> and uh maybe 2000 2000? have you considered a bigger tv yeah <laughs> maybe some renovations on the kitchen mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: yeah fast forward 20 years later they they've they've i think i'm at 10 grand or something as a limit and every, and I, and that's after having refused like one a year yeah mm. because they're just dirty
0: yeah uh, you know what they call people who pay off their credit card debt and they don't carry balance so they don't end up making any money off? deadbeats <laughs> they really that's the lingo yeah.
1: well now that i'm i've uh i don't know if you knew this but uh, i basically swapped out a lot of the education stuff i was doing and now i'm working in uh collections right yeah for uh for credit cards for visa and we uh, may talk soon no <laughs> it's an interesting yeah that's i get that look immediately from people they're like oh fascinating Listen, help me I, I have <laughs> help s oh <laughs> or they're like i have a friend that had some questions <laughs> what like you 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 just remember that yeah yeah it's not you no 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 i'm fine a friend but a friend of mine is in a lot of trouble <laughs> i don't know if you could maybe see your way clear what happens if you come up on an account of
2: someone you know I've always wondered about that. <laughs> <laughs> I you know it's it's funny cuz I um there's I and I'm, again um my apologies to the to the lovely people who work at either Fido or or Videotron but um they are literally my lowest priority yeah, yeah. in terms of giving out my money um <clears throat> so as they should be. So sometimes <laughs> sometimes like especially Fido too I'll just be like I'll sort of neglect them for a while and I'll get a letter. They'll be like, uh, you've been transferred to the Departement de la Perception or whatever. And I'm like, oh, I forgot to pay them again. But it's always easier because you just call a person and you're like, hey. This is uh, so-and-so, so I uh, like owe oh, you yeah, this much money, so I'll pay you on uh, that date. We they're cool? Like, yeah. They're like, yeah, okay, great. Yeah. And I'm like, this is way easier no, no, but than, what you don't understand than is trying to do things properly.
1: It's not even, Yeah, mm. first of all, it's it's way easier. Yeah, yeah. it's like uh, waiting for, what is it? Like the final notice back in the old days where you're like, okay, that's the real one. It's got red highlighting, and that's that one I should pay attention to. But mm-hmm. the collections, the, from what I've seen, is not the collections of old. It's not the like... It's not like a pirate ship and we're like, you know, like a fucking animal planet with the Jeep where you're like, you a net gun and you're like dragging, <laughs> it. no, no, no. And you're like, pay it, pay up motherfucker. Like, it's not like that. Um, it's much softer because, the, the, the anyway, the place where I work at is the last best hope for peace before you go to the fucking animals, before mm-hmm. you go to the soulless, Collection, if fucking see. The, yeah. people who'll the people shiver. who buy collection contracts yeah, yeah. essentially yeah essentially mm. the scum of the earth yeah. the scum of the fucking earth who do that for a living uh, are right up there with like people who price life-saving drugs at half a million dollars a pill like yeah. that's right up there with that shit you know mm. so most of the time when we do talk to people like they're most of them are happy to hear from us because they're like oh, okay cool all right, you're still talking to me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the scary thing when the company's like, "We're we're cutting you loose." No, no, no,
3: no, no.
1: Because <laughs> they know that after that, it's it's wild west, baby.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they've been avoiding it for a long time. Yeah, and they think that it's something that can't be managed and and it, the wor- I guess you're calling to help,
2: right? Yeah. And the worst part is, is that oftentimes, um, and it, this is just from a just a plain customer experience point of view. I had a. I a long time ago I switched from, from my from my mobile again from Rogers to Fido and this is back when um, Rogers seemed to be really more sort of corporate focused. So yeah. The plans were kind of yeah they were reactionary. Yeah, and and so and Fido had better stuff that was cheaper. So I'm like, okay, fuck these guys. I'm gonna you know close it and transfer it over. So I went you know I called them I'm like okay I'm gonna be terminating. Well, or the opposite, right? You go to Fido first. And I said, okay, yeah, no, tra- transfer yeah. over the number. That,
1: that was a huge <clears throat> thing, the non-reportability yeah, yeah, that yeah. cracked everything open. So
2: I went over, and I did that, and uh, then I let Rogers know, and they're like, okay, you'll receive your final bill in the mail. I'm like, okay, great. And on, like let's say, the Monday of like some arbitrary week, I get my final bill from Rogers, and three days later, I get a letter from a collection agent for the same amount. And then phone calls, and I'm like, what the hell is going going on? on? And I talked to, and I, so, but unfortunately, I talked to a collection agent before talking to Rogers. And yeah, that was not a very pleasant experience. And I called Rogers afterwards. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I mean, I just, like, really? Like, two days? That's all I had to pay you back? (laughs) And then it's like off to the, like, the leg breakers? (laughs) And the guy, like, you know, kudos to the guy on the phone. I mean, he was, you know, Real cool mm-hmm. he checked into it and he's like really sorry there was a mistake um we're, we're gonna call them and, and let them know but i told them straight up i'm like look i know you guys have to deal with these collection agencies but the my experience with them is now ref- unfortunately reflection on you i'm not going to go back to rogers by i mean ref- yeah you can of regard- just you seal the tainted. deal for me i like, know tainted, i made even the right though choice, it's not yeah. their company hmm, and yeah. they're just it's some jackass who that you would sell contracts.
1: to those fucker fuckheads that yeah 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 And even then, the companies don't effectively sell your debt to them. It's like an agreement where that agency... um, Is your debt on consignment? They're kind of licensing your debt. It's weird. It's kind of like the company goes to them like, all right, we'll let you have the data. You get to go to town on these people and keep some of the money that you
0: whatever you bring in you Whenever get a percentage
1: you yeah. Get a, yeah you get like 30% or whatever which is
0: crazy that that's legal how, how is
1: that legal yeah yeah,
0: because it's just like nightmare story after nightmare story with these collection agents. oh my
1: god I talk to some people sometimes that have have, have been dealing with them on the other end like with mm-hmm. their other debts and the shit they will say to them is out of this world or like we're coming right now with the police right now with dogs <laughs> right now <laughs> and the person is just like what? What, what? what do you mean? you can't do that we're coming right now. Woof, 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 woof. There's, there's probably another guy in the collection agency on barking duty yeah. in the back to escalate the, the situation. They will say anything because God knows where they are. Yeah. They're in holdups and we're in Halifax or whatever and then just like terrorizing people.
0: The people are gullible too.
1: To a certain degree. I would say, okay, this, this is a bit that it's become a bit and that's not developed. But you know how we all have those friends? that give us horrible advice because they're trying to ingratiate themselves by having like inside knowledge and stuff and they just make up shit. You know, like, you know, you don't have to pay credit card bills. Did you know that? <laughs> like at a bar, right? You had a couple You're like, yeah, yeah. You know what, you know what you do? They call you, you Tom, go fuck yourself. <laughs> they can't do anything. They did it to me three times and they're like, they're bullshitting you. Yeah. If you're the right guy, you're like, oh, okay, sure. Don't pay credit card bills. That's great. Bill sounds great. <laughs> But if you're a little bit gullible, you haven't had that experience, you're like, oh, really? Because I <laughs> thought they would, don't you owe them the money? Nah, it's all insured or some <laughs> shit, right? It's a victimless crime. It's a victimless crime. <laughs> it's all zeros and ones <laughs> in a computer. That's right. Right? These are people usually who brag about having cell phone plans that don't exist hmm. and end up causing those, contra- those calls, you know, where the guy's like, yeah, um, I, I want the plan with uh, any time, uh, unlimited data for $10. Hmm. <laughs> like, and you hear the agent like crack up, like I'm sorry, sir. What?
0: <laughs> My friend Tony says he has it. Yes,
1: Tony has it, and uh, I, Tony's right here. I can talk to you, T- Tony. <laughs> Where are you going? You got to go. Okay. Anyway, so Tony says I it's ten dollars, <laughs> but that becomes much more precarious in a in a real debt situation, right? Like when you're own owing for like a couple of grand, you know, and sure. you're gonna foreclose on your shit. Then you don't want Tony around and his (laughs) bullshit.
0: Yeah. Just tell them he's dead and hang up.
1: (laughs) Just pretend to be a woman.
2: I do it all the time. (laughs) Pretend to be your own child.
3: (laughs) Hello? He's not here.
2: (laughs) I think sometimes it's just... uh, Well, no. It's probably a lot of it. Well, either... Sometimes Tony's just an idiot. Yeah. But I think sometimes he also maybe heard something and and he thinks like he oh, might have well, been egged
1: on by another moron
2: yeah, yeah exactly you know it's like the uh, the that the myth of the um that we all you often see on tv of the of um if you're a, oh, if, if you're a cop you have to tell me you're a cop no, right. <laughs> everyone <laughs> thinks that's true right like
1: how did like, you're not a car- did you say you're not a cop yeah cool how many keys you want
0: <laughs> you're under arrest you're
1: under arrest what <laughs> i'm sure I, i'm sure that that the police are more than happy with to perpetuate those, that to perpetuate myth, that course nonsense. yeah hmm. no the police are really good at that uh, i feel like a lot of times when i'm watching forensic shows i feel like it's propaganda you know where it, like they catch nine out of ten people hmm. and the tenth one was a really bizarre thing and they're still looking for and whatever but it's like every case is closed on those shows. And I think a, a lot of it,
2: too, is... <laughs> um, well, uh, it it seems interesting, at least on the, uh, in, with the phones now and, and decrypting and unlocking phones, where it's very much oftentimes a gray area now for law enforcement. Right. And, you know, where does it... You know, what is it... You know, are you... You know, are you incriminating yourself by unlocking your phone? Are you, you know, is your, is your passcode somehow protected under law as speech? Does it count as speech? Is it, you know, what is it? Like, how does it, how do these new, um, these new ideas fill into laws? you know, fit into laws that were written hundreds of years ago Mm -hmm. in a general enough fashion that we still kind of use them. But they have, no real, they have no real—they realistic real, application to it. Right, the, and so a lot of, you know, oftentimes it seems like, um, you know, in a couple of cases now where, you know, you're held in contempt for not handing over your passcode. Right. And uh, um, battery issues like, were brought up where it's like, well, you know, what if it is a case that's like years, it's been taking two years to go through litigation, now they're like, and now finally they're like, okay, unlock your phone, and you're like, I, I don't remember what the passcode was. <laughs> you, like, if you since, I mean, oftentimes you will remember because most people set the passcode once. You know, you don't have to tell it anything. You don't have to tell When a no. cop
1: talks to you, you yeah. can just punch him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I do it all the time. Yeah, that's what Tony says. <laughs> I do it just all the tell time. Him, he's dead. <laughs> Yeah, no. but uh, Didn't Apple uh, tussle with uh, the government in a big way with the some suicide
2: bombers? Well, or they whatever? They, were, they essentially refused to give them to hand them backdoor to help them out, which is hmm. uh, you know the right move. Well, if for for yeah, it's they're not it's not their problem. You I, know? It isn't, but I, I wonder. Like that's
1: a weird issue. It's kind of it falls into the same category as uh, the the patient uh, the, the whatever client whatever privilege. Doctor-patient doctor, patient privilege, yeah. confidentiality. Yeah, the doctor-patient-client, patient. Client, patient. <laughs> yeah, the doctor-patient yeah. pri- 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 privilege, where the guy like just went to like a twenty-dollar-an-hour shrink and was like, "And then I kill the bitch," you know, like, <laughs> "And I kill them all." But like, even though it's super overt and brutal, like the person can just not say. Like,
0: I think in those cases they have to inform if it's a violent enforcement. crime. enforcement, yeah.
1: I wonder if some, in some t- sometimes you can. If still they
0: state like clearly that that they're planning to kill somebody or that they have killed somebody. Okay, that's I,
1: like one where you get to go. I think so. I, I think it's maybe a maybe great. That's we'd one have of those to ask Tony. Tony and, 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 and if it is, uh, we'd like to apologize to all people named Tony at this point, yeah, exactly, including <laughs> my nephew. Um, <laughs> if if in fact they do uh, like force psychiatrists or whatever to reveal that info or um, technology companies to break open phones that have this and that. Is that a good thing? Is it a bad thing? I find like I that's a it, tough one.
2: Well, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm a little cl- because I'm uh, just working in the industry of, of yeah, uh, this is your in the field. IT industry. Yeah. And it's that I I want the person making the hardware to make the you know, the the safest, you know, uncrackable piece of hardware because we've seen time and time again where, um, you know, you put a backdoor in to help someone out and it takes, you know, days or weeks before that backdoor is known and exploited by people who have less uh, noble intentions than law enforcement looking for that murderer or trying to solve some case. And so... um, it's 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 difficult to understand it's difficult to it's a difficult pill to swallow for law enforcement because it is technically making their job more difficult
1: yeah but i mean but the, the versatility of the phone too is, is is a big factor right because a phone might be just a phone or it might just be an internet device but what if it's being used to detonate bombs right mm-hmm. now shouldn't it be treated like a lethal weapon in which case it should be you should be able to disable it and you should be able to you know it can make the right. difference and then anyone
0: can can do some really sure. stuff with it. And I think the the case with Apple and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think what they were saying is that they don't have the ability to open it. I think that's what they were claiming that they made yes. it uncrackable even to their own. And right. that was kind of the point. And,
2: and essentially, they were saying that... Well, no, you know they got well, the code. Come on. Well, they des- so they designed it. Essentially, what they were saying was, in a nutshell, we've designed it to be as secure as possible. And so we currently have no backdoor. We did not put one in. And secondly, we're also not going to pay our engineers to design one for you and hack our own operating yeah, system. Yeah, that, that I can understand a company right. is putting their foot down there.
0: but I think what they were trying to do is force them into uh, designing the backdoor into future iterations because uh, they'd run yeah. into this. And I think like people had already cracked like the, all the previous iPhones, and, like 4s, the 5s, the... I don't know which I think it was the six at this point or the six plus or something like that. Um, but it, like, so law enforcement has the ability to crack or anyone else with that knowledge to survey has, has, has the ability to break into any one of those phones, but this was the current generation and there was no way to even for Apple to do it. And so the question was, is that an ethical dilemma? Should the government be able to force them in order in, to create these backdoors? Mm. And, yeah. It's, it's a tough it, one. It's a tough one, particularly because there's no way that they could do that and not leave it vulnerable to everyone else. And they're trying to create a product that people are going to want to use. And if people are buying it knowing that there is an exploit. Right. Yeah. For anyone this is the to same get into true. their very private information. Yeah. You know, people do their banking on there, people yeah, talk to their mistresses, get you know. Fucked like over. Yeah. your whole life is in there. Like the ramifications of somebody getting into your into your business. For but then particularly if you're into some business you're not supposed to be into
1: yeah no that's a tough one man it's I, tough it's a tough one and then like if you add the now the fact that a lot of this data is being stored in clouds as opposed to on the hard drive itself of the device that you have now it gets even weirder with the it being online
2: but not It's really. a it's um it's a special kind of deba- debate not even from an ethical or anything like that standpoint but within the industry where Um, so even now where I work, we talk about, um, you know, you know, it's, it's, it's expensive and cumbersome to manage, to manage physical hardware. Um, and, uh, you know, my admins time can be better spent doing other things rather than swapping out defective hard drives in a, in a, in a server. It's sort of, I don't, I don't need to do it. And so the, and so we bring up, you know, the ideas of different, you know, cloud providers or whatever it's just it's 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 not new but it's just servers that you don't have to manage. And so you know you're in Microsoft Azure and your are AWS's and you you're know, just outsourcing. SAP does. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're not outsourcing necessarily but your 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 hardware is virtualized somewhere else. Well, you're, you're
0: outsourcing the maintenance of the hardware right. the, cuz there and is the, no cloud, it's just somebody else's computer.
2: Exactly. And and you're and so and the the executives or people looking at it from a management standpoint are like Oh well, security, and in my mind, I'm like, do you really think that I am better at making sure everything is secure than all of Microsoft and Amazon's engineers? I'm like, I don't think you thought this through very much. They're definitely way better at securing things that I'll ever be. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and you know, unless I really study within that field and Get all the becomes become some type of security engineer and then end up working for them. To do said thing, but I mean,
0: it's counterintuitive. The the inclination, particularly for that mindset, is well, it's in the building, so it's more secure, mm-hmm. right? But we it's ha- an illusion. We had this
2: illusion. old, um, it used to be that, um, that we had a heart when we this was years ago when we trying to put an internet in place, they were worried about, um, Posting things electronically on the intranet internally because someone could take it and put it on a USB key and leave the building with it, right? Or email it out. Right, it wasn't right. secure. That's a concern where I work now. Right. Mm-hmm. But but having a the posting on a bulletin board was okay. Even though your phone is a camera and I can take a photo of a piece of paper and still leave the building with right, it right. it's not more secure just because it's physical and behind a piece of glass mm. it just means that it, there's a different way to leave with it
1: yeah no, that's a, that's a tricky one that's a tricky one um, where I work for instance the cell phone policy is like obviously you're not supposed to really have it out on the floor uh, or in your office or whatever but that people, that's what they do. A little bit of time that they have to, like, you know, mm-hmm. manage their files and stuff. Everyone's just like, boop, 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 boop. And they could be taking pictures all day. Yeah. And they have detailed information, detailed information on people, like right down to like every purchase, how much, was there a refund, did you transfer money from, like, sometimes, um, and I hope I don't get in trouble for this, let's keep it general. Sometimes, y- companies like the one I work for have the ability to actually look at monies that you're holding elsewhere that hmm. don't even have anything to do with them. And while they're legally cannot tell you that they know that you're, you're, you're uh, storing money elsewhere and pretending to be like ass out and like, I got no money. <laughs> no habla. Like you're doing that whole bit. Like at some point I was talking to this, uh, this client and she couldn't, fucking speak a lick of english or french or anything and then i just went to see my boss and i'm like i i can't there's no she can't speak he's like really yeah let me ask you something says my boss (laughs) who uh shout out to hugo he has the uh uh, contra uh, uh, 30 life code tattooed on his (laughs) forearm (laughs) which to me immediately i took a liking to him up up down down yeah left 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 right b-a-b-a-b-a yeah he goes uh do you think uh do you think she spoke english or french when she ran up that credit card when she, when she made the purchase. I'm like, that's a good point. <laughs> Cause you know, English or French is required in order because they have to read you all the contract stuff and they have to run you through the whole financing thing. Mm. If you run up this kind of debt, you speak as some fucking English. <laughs> so it, it's very convenient. This person's uh, linguistics are suddenly falling apart right. when it's time to collect right okay no no collections no 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 pay no money so it, it's interesting though it's it's uh and this is a sidebar here interestingly the work has increased my faith in humanity rather than decreased it i was worried that this would be like the final nail <laughs> like i'm ready for the bomb <laughs> like it would get it would put me over the edge but it's not the opposite i realized the majority of people um are in good faith they just Run into trouble mm. sometimes they get sick uh, they take care of a loved one that's dying you know something happens to them and mm-hmm. most people want to take care of their business they don't want to be shit so and that's that was you know that was comforting as a revelation um, but that whole area of security is very nebulous to me I mean obviously there's only so much companies can do but now with phones becoming all but a right like they're about to be written into like the human rights Mm -hmm. right like a phone is now like is it are we going to see companies not being able to cut off your phone anymore because or the internet which are becoming basic rights because these are technologies that are so fundamental to your everyday life
2: um i I mean I, i mean it's entirely possible that we eventually get to something like that if if um um you know, like you like you know, it's, you know here hydro. Hydro can't cut you off in winter, right? Right. That one kind of makes sense. Well, yeah, it makes sense because you have to. But then, if you look at something like um, is so. Well, actually, you know what? I think a phone. Uh, I think even now telcos have ways to keep, to have a phone operate, be, still be able to call nine one one without being able to yeah. make calls, right?
3: Yeah,
1: that's always. So the I guess
2: thing. that is the concession to say that. You, you still can make that one important call, right? And um, if
1: everything's Wi Fi'd up, then I think that a uh, a lot of phones have Wi Fi capability, and you can make Skype calls. Well, that's or the whatever. thing too.
2: I mean, right right now we're, we're 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 certainly dependent on you know on cellular networks and Wi Fi networks because you know the. We don't have we, we don't yet have the right combination or in between type of network. You know, some you know certainly a cellular network will may disappear at some point, and and because Wi Fi will become ubiquitous or it'll be the new, you know, the new cell towers will be Wi Fi towers or whatever. It or may, every may car,
1: be. I think every yeah. car is going to generate a Wi Fi signal right. within the next year or so. So it's it'll gonna be... have its own.
2: It'll be a different problem for a different uh, technology. Yeah. No,
1: it's all moving really fast. And uh, clearly, like, legally, we can't keep up with it. Ethically, we're not sure what what it all means, right? And these things like the unlocking the phone, the private information. I mean, like, as a government, I can see the point of view of, like, okay, if this motherfucker is threatening national security, you know, crack that motherfucking phone. Like, mm-hmm. All bets are off. This is a code red situation, right? But now when you're dealing with these, I mean, technology companies are essentially overruling governments now. Like, We see more and more cases of it where they're just going like, no, to the government, Mm. which at once exposes the power that technology is taking in our everyday people's lives as Mm -hmm. opposed to it used to be something that you could access through wealth or by living in a developed country. Um, And it also sort of exposes the weakness of, governments and how they're kind of archaic and they don't have the means to really respond like they're they're still trying to make things work like just look at the election process Uh, a lot of the 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 government processes are all really based on archaic ideas you know
0: they do have they have a lot of power but what probably has what i think has more power is the free market so i don't think that they can ask a technology company to to make a product, well, basically go out of business. Mm-hmm. Like, would you buy an iPhone? That can be compromised.
2: <laughs> that was government sponsored. Yeah. yeah. I but swear we're not, I swear we're not listening. the phone. Not listening.
0: We won't, but we can. Yeah. Yeah, Fuck well, I, I, no.
1: I, I take Steve's, uh, Steve told me this a very long time ago when the first fears of um, people looking at your hard drive were creeping up in the news. Mm-hmm. And Steve's like, you want to see, you want to see my dick? Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it was. i'm paraphrasing here he's like yeah, fair enough you fair enough. like you got nothing better to do than check out my vacation pics and read my half-finished short stories and my random codes that i came up with and uh all my nerdy stuff that i read and my music albums go crazy i got nothing to hide like i get nothing go for it i have nothing right. to lose there but i see there's a real problem with the the idea of of consumer rights overruling like the the safety in a sense of of a society where like well you know we're just not going to turn over the codes we're like yeah this time they are gonna drop in they're gonna they didn't explode a nuke so crack the code like i feel like it's it's strange to me that i don't believe when apple says they don't have a backdoor to to their products i don't believe believe
2: when they say they don't have one i I, because they didn't design one i mean it's, it's how can that be well, I mean, you have if you if you have no incentive to do so, you don't do it. I mean, it's a waste of there's got to be in every product. It just doesn't make sense to me. Well, Maybe somebody it's between, else would
0: find it
1: and may, that would be a yeah. huge headache for them.
2: If there was a back door it'd be known. That's I mean, it's like it's like anything else. If you if you if you put it out there, someone will find it. The now, only way for and that are. that's true for for anything. If you you know, if you if you don't want if you don't want something known, don't put it on your phone. Don't email it to someone. Yeah. Don't Keep it write it down. Keep it in your brain meets. At least for now, no one can read. For, what's for go for yeah. now. No one can read what's going on in my mind <laughs> for a little while longer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and so just you know, don't put it out there. And that's and that's the whole principle behind not putting a back door in something because it someone it opens, will come upon
1: it, yeah, it opens. Guarantee you lose control of the product. I guess yeah, it makes sense.
0: But I mean, it just ends up forcing big brother to focus on other elements right so if they can't break into the phone hardware then they can intercept every communication uh, every communication sending and receiving from. or that.
1: sucker you into giving it a out by making addictive brain hacky social media tools right right where you'll betray yourself in during a 4chan post or whatever
2: and there's and
0: yeah, I was I was reading something about that today about how nobody really knows the extent, like uh, particularly Facebook, how like how far their tentacles, oh yeah, uh, stretch and how much they actually know and how everybody is working to basically like well they know they, they know f- to fucking hack your brain they know everything yeah,
2: you've you've told them and it's and it's a, and it's a, a wealth of information that can be uh, it can be used for good or evil kind of thing mm-hmm. right? right we have and it's from a technology standpoint, when I see information like that, I think of the cool things that I can do. Um, I, I we had designed, a uh, an application for, um, because we have a lot of, uh, uh, of field mechanics where I work. Uh, they're often in the field. They're not, they're in dangerous situations a lot of time. Um, <clears throat> and they were trying to you know when accidents are up, you try and find different things to do. They had this form that they had to fill out. They kind of were filling it out, not really. It was kind of cumbersome. So we like, well, look, every every technician has a phone. So we'll write them. We took it upon ourselves in IT, sort of a proof of concept. We'll write them an app where they can um, fill in this form uh, quickly and 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 submit it. And. And the idea is when you're designing, but you, when you're designing something like that, you look at the information that would be interesting to use um, from simply uh, creating uh, a, a product that's interesting to use. So we had, you know, geolocation in the app, so it would tell us, okay, the technician is here, and that way. It, and so in my mind, we were looking at it, or we proving it out. It's like it would be great if you're a technician, you're in the field. Your phone tells us where you are. You submit saying, I have a problem. You submit that. You take a photo, let's say, or a small video of whatever the problem is. Um, You know, with heavy machinery, sometimes it's simply working alone can be a problem, Mm -hmm. um, depending on the circumstances. Mm -hmm. And... And then I could be in a, we have a, a control room, so to speak, where we do a lot of uh, uh, monitoring of machines from a distance. And there's a map up on the wall, like a, in a, on a big-ass on big, a big ass screen. It's like, how great would it be if all of a sudden a little red dot appears, <coughs> boop, on the map, with the technician's name next to it, saying, oh, this guy's got a problem. Someone in the room can immediately call him or communicate with him or chat with him, whatever, and get on it all those things you're like, wow, this is really cool. But it involves recording a whole bunch of information and storing it and storing. I mean, you gotta, you gotta do something with it. Right. And so sometimes it's like a security camera. You're going to need a lot of tape. Yeah. And sometimes if you want to do cool things, you need a lot of information. Um, and, and sometimes you have too much information and you can do not so cool things with it. Mm. So it's tough to draw a line there to say, even for our own experiences, um, You know, you you think of like uh, uh, Blade Runner or something, you know, walking through the streets and an ad starts talking to you.
1: Oh, yeah, Hmm. which is already out there. Like if you go to places that are a little bit more uh, ruthless in terms of capitalism, like
2: Dubai or whatever, there's there's certainly a creepy aspect to it. But at the same time, there's, I can see some of that stuff being kind of convenient and interesting. Yeah,
1: you walk into the gap like, Mr. Johnson, Yeah. last time you bought the khaki shoes and the da-da-da.
0: you know it goes great with khaki shoes yeah
1: (laughs) i think i'd like the idea of being able to go in and scan scan my thing and then it'll just um augmented reality it'll tell me where all the stuff my size is Mm -hmm. like i can see that being the gateway right? right like convenience convenience is always the gateway convenience and and uh approval
0: yeah there's a lot of people who are really resistant about like being being tracked or like having you know your ad preferences and stuff being recorded but then you're just not going to see stuff that you don't like right you know so it's a bit win-win so it's kind of benign but it's benign now right so when all these data collection they perfect it right like mark zuckerberg's but zuckerberg's probably not sitting somewhere uh,
1: let's call him zuckerberg
0: zuckerberg isn't is like isn't probably like sitting somewhere cackling about all the data that he's collecting like is you know he's Trying to do something cool with Facebook, and I don't know about that. Well, I I don't think he's an evil mastermind. Is is oh no, no, but I, I. It's probably benign for now. But it's like benign that, for now. Like sure. that article I was looking at. Like, well, who's going to be running Facebook in like 20 years? But right? actually, so I, and to come back, and wait, to hang on, yeah. who, who, who and who? Well, I, they don't know, but like it could be some evil genius. Okay, right? but then the, all the okay. all the infrastructure exists, and all the data has been collected, and
2: And now you can, it's a weapon. And if we look at the, 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 what you brought up before, you know, if, um, you know, let's say that, uh, Facebook starts, uh, selling its data, right? So it's selling different pieces of data on people. And I'm now also, I also have access to your financial data. I know where your money is and I know when you're buying what. And thanks to Facebook, I also know where you were. Uh huh. And so now I know your location and your, what you're buying and you start putting that data together and you're like, oh, maybe what I'm you a little ate. less comfortable now with, yeah, well, you know, And you're
1: divorced. Oh, divorced people eat at Taco Bell <laughs> twice as much as non-divorced people and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. No, it's, it's that whole shit you see in like TED Talks where that asshole, I forget what his name is, that MIT asshole who was all like, I filmed my baby for a year because I was interested in neurolinguistics and geolinguistics and where lear- words are learned and what geography in and, and the house. And the whole thing was how he filmed his house from top down mm-hmm. and that it was all about tracing where his son picked picked, perfected words and it, where the location he was when he, you know, and obviously the kitchen was where water was formed and so forth and so on. And it's all like cute as you hear the little water, water like you hear all that everyone's like oh god it's so cute and like everyone gets lulled into this like what a fascinating research thing and before you know it he's talking about essentially intercepting the the mass communications of everyone when something important happens like a presidential speech and immediately turning it into these valley graphs where they can now like analyze immediately the reactions of people to everything Right, the minute the president talks, they know that the curves are here, the valleys are here, the peaks are there, mm. and suddenly you're like, oh, this guy is this guy? Did I just watch some guy invent the atomic bomb and he doesn't know it? <laughs>
0: right.
1: Like this guy's gonna become a, 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 a infamous fucking like. Little did he know that his cyclone gas would be used to murder his own people, right? right. Like, <laughs> I, I sometimes I feel like that. And but getting back to Zuckerberg, I wonder if. There will be a, maybe a revolution at some point where those guys are going to get dragged out into the streets, quote unquote, and and exposed for what it is they've actually done, uh, you know. And we the veneer of the like successful businessman, forward thinking technologists, futurists, uh, entrepreneurs, and we start seeing them as what they kind of are as well as people who figured out how to completely mind fuck uh, the common man into doing. They're bidding and buying yeah. and being obedient and wasting hours and hours of time on, on these social media platforms for the think, dopamine um, hits, you know?
0: I think uh, Facebook and Google have done sort of the same thing. And yeah. Again, going back to this article, I'll have to post it now. Okay. mentioning it three times. But uh, they were talking about this weird mentality that people have, like this like apathy, right? Like you, you talk to people like as soon as you talk about any of this stuff like oh yeah google knows everything about you and facebook knows everything about you and people are like yeah well you know it's too that's, late that's the way it goes Whatever. they they already know they've mm-hmm. seen my dick and you know there's nothing i can do about it but like that's kind of the mentality right yeah. because but they've, they've also given all these like free tools and google's got all like google maps and Search engine and all this stuff that people use for free and take advantage of, uh, taken for granted at this point. Yeah. Like talking about a right, like no one's
1: questioning why this this mega company keeps giving you free shit,
0: right? Like but, most, like there's a there's a concerning amount of people who actually think that Google is the internet,
1: mm-hmm. which is exactly what they've been working on. Like that's been their whole branding, right? Right. But they started with the little engine that could,
0: but now you know, they're kind of like the friendly giant. Yeah. And trust us with all your your data, and also people don't really know what can be done with the data. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, well, I can't really do anything myself with the data, so yeah, I might as well have it. And when they, as long as I get Facebook and as long Google as I search, get my, uh,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah, And when they roll out creepy stuff, like nobody, nobody goes creepy. People start to react to it as if NASA would had revealed. Like when NASA goes, like, hey, we may have a new way to get to Mars. People are like, oh, cool. That's the same reaction that we get to like oh, uh, Google just rolled out another AI that can play four world champions at the same time Mm. and do taxes and whatever. And we're like, oh, that's fascinating. Viral video. And no one's going like, why is this fucking company making AI? Why are they doing this? Again, I
0: don't think people understand the the dangers of AI. They're just like, oh, Google's that nice tool that I can use when I can't remember that actor's name in that movie that I saw.
1: They turned their logo into Pac-Man on the birthday of (laughs) Pac-Man. They can't be evil.
0: <laughs> and, and I'm not saying that not they, they are evil. evil. I'm just saying like people are just kind of... Well, they've they're given, evil. They've given up. They're yeah.
1: fucking evil. But they're not evil in the, in the Victorian sense. That's, what we, that's the problem with human race, with, with society. We keep forgetting that bad, pe- bad guys uh, evolve their shit too, right? Hmm. People think, oh, I know what propaganda is, so now I can see it coming a mile away. Because you've seen a bunch of World War II propaganda or some 70s ads that were really transparently like, sugar, 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 sugar. sugar." Like, you know, and like people bought it. You're like, ah, I can't fall for that stuff.
0: Let's go out to the lobby. Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) And you're like, I'm not a sucker like they used to be in the 70s and the 80s. And like, there you are like a fucking idiot not realizing those people have been working on their shit too. And yesterday's like, uh, smoking doctor <laughs> backing camels is today is a friendly like entrepreneur tech guy in a you know baby blue v-neck shirt going like and this will allow us to reach out to all our family members at any given time and have real-time information about what their needs are and like <laughs> that's the new face of evil to me hmm. is the friendly, a, that the friendly
2: the friendly the the the, the f- a lot of these tools are, are tools for everybody, and so, uh, you know, much like um, this this new form of connectedness between everyone has made everything seem has made the world seem more dangerous, and 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 you know everybody's going to kidnap your child now. Right. Because, exactly. There's a pedophile. There's, there's two pedophiles every, on every corner no, fighting each other for supremacy. And and it's so the part of it is you you now. No more than your brain is capable of handling. And also, a lot of these tools are now in the hands of people before that, that, you know, before a con artist had to be running a con physically on you. Yeah. He had to knock on your door. Right.
1: Have his whole game. Now,
2: the same con artist can just call your grandpa on the phone. Send him an email. And send him an email and con him that way. So, I mean...
1: Yeah, no, but I mean, I, 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 when I say evil, I don't ne- like like uh, you make this point very often that the, it's a very cartoonish evil that's still cackling in the mm-hmm. dark room. The doctor, uh, what do you call it? The um,
0: what's the... Doctor Evil. I don't, I don't know. know.
1: Yeah, the Doctor Evil or the you know the the supervillain sort of scenario. That's that's the
0: Captain Planet villains exactly. And like, we still have yeah.
1: we still have some of those. Yeah, but I mean, like they're 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 old. They're kind of like the new evil is, it doesn't think it's evil, it thinks it's it's look we're just you got to roll with the, the, times like we're just progressing things.
0: Well, Facebook and Google, like any corporation, isn't necessarily good or evil. Those are those are traits that are it's self-serving like for human beings, right? Like yeah. they're a collection of of people, yes, but they're beholden to the stakeholders. So as long right. as being altruistic is sort of fundamental to their to their corporate image and will allow them to make more money,
1: they will be altruistic.
0: Then, then they'll be altruistic. But
1: that's the new evil to me.
0: As soon as that changes, then they owe it to their shareholders. They're legally obligated to their shareholders to make the decision that's going to give them the most money. Yeah. But so. th- yeah, this is and where I, we
1: get into matrix
2: territory. It's like very but sub- even it's just. I maybe, mean, it's I'm. You know, it's it's tough sometimes because I could technically be, if I continue to work on certain projects that I work on, it would sort of be evil knowing that when I'm looking at the return on investment on a project that we're going to do at work, a lot of my work, we look at it, we're looking at processes, we're trying to um, to either change a process, improve it in one way or another and we put things together, and they look on benefits, and then you see that the business case on the project you're working on, there's a little line that says four FTE, and that's four full-time employees, is a cost reduction, and it just says four FTE. It doesn't say Bob, Sue, Margaret, and John. It just says four FTE, but it is Bob, Sue, Margaret, and John.
0: Where they're getting kicked to the curb.
2: Right. That's the savings like of... The
0: computer just spit it out. like, a, like Well, a, it's
2: not even the computer that spit it out. It's just, you know, you look through it and you've I've calculated that, you know, or someone's calculated that over time you're, you're saving 40 hours a week of someone's work. Mm-hmm. Now, as a manager who's on the receiving end of that, you can look at that a couple ways. You can say, great, now these four people can do something else with their time or you can say i don't need these four people anymore
3: hmm.
2: and so when i look at that line i can either not do my work anymore because every time i see it i just imagine some you know someone going home with a pink slip and all the troubles that that entails or i just look at it or i continue to look at it the way i look at it where i'm while well, i'm improving a process I can't control what a manager is going to do with that information afterwards. I hope that their time will be put to better use within the same department to do other things to improve in other ways. But chances are they're gone. Mm-hmm. And,
0: by, I, and in a hundred years, it's going to be like four FTEs to the dis- disintegration booth. <laughs> As to the full, we're going to go full Star Trek. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're they're talking about uh, you know within the next. However, many years are like I think forty percent of jobs are going to go to AI.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, yeah, that's what all the like top people are essentially screaming about, right? Right. Like Musk, uh, what's his name? Uh,
0: so, what do we do with all, uh, all, the, all, the, all those people? They're just going to go like we were talking about the truck drivers too. Yeah, right? there's tons of people who are truck drivers, and like very shortly, most if not all of long haul trucking yeah. is going to be done by. Self-driving trucks.
1: It'll be like a, mm-hmm. it'll literally be like the the great the great unjobbing.
3: <laughs>
2: well, and that's why a lot of the, it's the I mean the 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 straight truth of it is it's going to happen. A lot of these things, you know, just like, uh, you know, most of the. Jobs that were happening in medieval times are pretty much all gone. Right, right. I see. What I you're moved saying. on to something else. Hmm. You know, eventually, no. Eventually, the, I don't need. I won't need someone to blacksmith. Yeah, exactly.
1: Unless they're on YouTube making Avengers <laughs> <laughs> weapons. Yeah,
2: but I mean, you know, eventually, no. That the garbage truck is going to be is going to be either remotely controlled from a central location or it'll just be completely autonomous and it'll. You know, and we'll have designated locations to put a bin in, and the truck will come by and pick the bin up from its exact location. You're supposed to put it in and dump it out.
1: And- I'm gonna miss my garbage man. Did I tell you about him? <laughs> no. He's the most hardcore fucking dude I've ever seen in my life. He does the entire street by himself. He drives a truck. He gets out every every three or four meters and and dumps the garbage with a cigarette in his mouth, like. <laughs> like just hanging from his lips. <laughs> he's just like puffing in his face and he's just like, uh, like he's the hardest man alive. <laughs> Literally. And he just keeps the door open, hops back in, gives it a one, like presses the gas, it goes forward like fucking two meters, jumps out, does it again. <laughs> and he does this all day, every day. Yeah. So. I, and
2: that's why governments talk about it, or at least governments, or in, in industry now, there's talk of that minimum living wage. A guaranteed, well, guaranteed. guaranteed minimum living wage. Yeah. What do you think about that? it's going to be something that we may have to consider because just like you said what i mean eventually who generates that wealth like where's that eventually not everyone's going to be an engineer programming and designing these ai's fair enough so the same way that we have i mean i'm I, again you kind of imagine these things because yeah how do you pay for it well you pay for it with this, in the same ways we do pay for things now with taxes with um yeah with, but we can with,
1: pay those taxes because we have jobs
2: Right. Yeah. Absolutely. But, but eventually, no but there's corporate taxes as well, and eventually the corporations generating the money from these AIs, it's like, well, you're making money because yeah, we have to pay you, but the guy who's got to pay you doesn't have a job, but he's got to pay you so that you can pick up his garbage. But
1: how's the corporation gonna make money if there's no consumers because they? Well, they, they are.
2: Well, that's the point of the minimum that guaranteed living wage is that it, is it, it affords you the minimum amount you require you need. To, to live literally yeah, I, I get and the, so if the you, idea behind it so just, you have but ha- you you can't you you can't just keep that money it's your wage to spend right so if you're spending it the money is coming back in it is what it's i mean it's it's tough to wrap your, tough head around, your head around it yeah but it's, it's something it, that we have hey, to start where does it
1: come from are we all wiping with the same towel is <laughs> <that's> kind of <laughs> kind of what it feels like it's like at what point somewhere the money needs to be generated i don't i don't understand how this works
0: it's like some tr- time travel paradox, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll need a little time portal to throw the money through, and it like comes the, back it comes two, back to you an, like an hour the, ago
2: the, the the two trillion dollars <laughs> that pays for the two trillion dollars by generating its own two trillion dollars, or however hmm. that miscount was done with the American budget,
1: yeah, 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 like i don't i don't I don't understand, but it it certainly sounds like there's gonna be some writing, there's gonna be some automated trucks uh starching people on the fucking highway. Mm. Uh, There's going to be machine mishaps. But at some point, this is where we're headed. I don't know. I don't know what to expect. I I certainly don't have like a weird apocalyptic vision of it. I'm just like, how is this workable? Mm. If at some point people don't... I like the idea of people not going to work anymore. Yeah. But I feel like we're going to lose a couple of... We're going to lose some crops. Well, I I imagine
2: that that we're in a place where we can look at... Um, a minimum living wage guaranteed in the same way that now Amer- a lot of Americans look at Medicare for everybody. They're like, how, how, where's the money coming from? I'm not going to pay for it. Who's, how do these other countries even have it? Does everyone have to, you know, and then you get into that situation of, oh, well, you know, it's, you know, I got to pay for people who have medicine who don't have a job and things like that.
1: Mm-hmm. And I got to pay for people who treat their bodies like, trash and are going to end up cost yeah it's it's hard to get your, your
2: money but we going. don't think of we i mean we don't think about about medicare it's just yep yeah we know it's we know it doesn't work but
1: we don't want it to go away well it doesn't work it, it works in one
2: very important way is that if i go into a hospital yeah. and i come out of the hospital hopefully i'm good on, hopefully i'm coming out. And, and, and whatever was taken care of was taken care of and yeah. I can go on with my life. Yeah, that, that's a big one. Yeah, it's true. Whereas in the States, that's not a real... It's you go in, you come out and I hope you're feeling better because you now owe someone a shit ton of money. Right.
0: Yeah. Or you go in and if you don't have coverage... Then coverage, then you... Yeah, no, there's Immediately a, come out. Right. Yeah. There's a classic story, the, the
1: classic story of the... The classic story of the guy that was working in his garage and he sawed off two of his fingers. This is a real story. And he took them to, he put them in the ice bag. He went to the hospital and they're like, this one's 8,000. and This one's 6,000 to sew back. And he could only afford to sew back one. Mm-hmm. Imagine that. Mm. And who the fuck determined that, that this finger is worth seven t- Like that there's a hierarchy <laughs> to fingers yeah. when it comes to Medicare. And he literally had to do that. Like he had to decide that he can live without that finger and he'll have that one. And like, that sounds like the future to me. Yeah. That's nightmares. But then what happens when, if we perfect the the stem cell cloning stuff? Right. Then does that all become obsolete? Right? And at that point, we can just just like, all right, let me take a piece out of you. Come back in a week.
2: Let me just print you something. Yeah. Print I was talking about
1: that with someone where like um, a lot of the stem cell organ growing thing, the stories that are introducing that idea to society are like, woman has bladder regrown from her own stem cells. And, man regenerates face or whatever um and that always starts like that but you know that some asshole eventually if it becomes commonplace enough is like yeah i think i'm gonna swap out my liver what are you doing this weekend yeah i think i'm gonna <laughs> get some new fingers i am hmm. banking on that shit you want to go full frankenstein Holy,
2: Well well you know i'm you know i'm gonna be straight with you i'm not gonna i'm gonna keep one crutch yeah for as long as i go there's gonna be one crutch there uh-huh. you know I'm the, i've I've, you know i quit smoking a long time ago don't do hard drugs or anything like that but you know if if you know i, I still like my beer every so often and you just like, swap out i them. like to i like to think of one day if thing if the shit hits the fan i can be like i just print me a new liver please just or pump that out there <laughs> yeah
1: you know the rest of you will still be shitty right yeah yeah i know i know but <laughs> just give me the new liver <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you know like it'll be all shiny and then as soon as it reaches like the conduit to the next organ it's gonna it'll be all atrophied <laughs> and be full cyborg yeah i'll go full cyborg but i can see that happening i can see people getting rid of them, their original parts They're like ah you know i did a lot of coke last year hmm. i'm gonna go for some switches that's
2: still one of my favorite <laughs> favorite x-files um episodes is the like the 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 like cyberpunk kids who like upload their brains into the neural net or the internet, whatever they were calling it at that time. They find like their shriveled or their dead bodies in like a trailer somewhere because they've uploaded their consciousness. That was an X Files episode? It was an X Files episode, yeah. Was
1: that one of the seasons that Mulder was gone?
2: No, 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 no. No, no, he was there. It was one of the you know, they how they have the there was there was there were episodes that yeah. sort of followed the overall story arc, but yeah, then there were the sort of the one off
1: most of them actually per season were one-offs and yeah. then you had three or four episodes there at the end that like went back to the continuity yeah.
2: right yeah or yeah. the the that that creepy one with the family that kept their mom under oh god them. everyone yeah. talks that's about the, that yeah, yeah. that's it's, the big one or the one with the uh was it with Bruce Campbell i think it's Sam Raimi who directed that episode uh-huh. with like the like this guy who kept having every time he had a baby it was like some kind of satanic little satanic baby yeah, that was a good one too. It's like I the, the Requiem for a
1: Dream one. episodes, right? Like where you're like, glad I saw it, never want to see it again. <laughs> never. I'm done.
3: Yeah.
0: You hear that there was some lady with um did some experimental stem cell thing and ended up growing bones in her eyelids. Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs> bones in her eyelids? Yeah.
0: They injected stem cells into her eye. And it it, it oh, like misunderstood like
1: ah yeah. bone make bone make, like, no no make bone <laughs> make bone <laughs> bony make bone bone <laughs> it's bone time
0: oh did you hear that they're doing the first human head transplant no. in December of this year holy shit it's wait gonna, it's going to be like a hundred and fifty wait, surgeons wait 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 wait
1: I, I need more information this they're going to
0: transplant a human head from one living body onto another human body why um the 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 guy has like a degenerative spine condition okay and so his like body's shot his body's shot and he's like he's, it's got a rare condition and he's gonna die
1: they're gonna take that, his head off yeah and put it on whose body
0: they don't know yet i mean it's uh like whoever someone, has the bad luck of being No, I'm just kidding. someone <laughs> it's wraps their like,
1: yeah. car around a pole no and
0: it's a guy who's uh it's like a vegetable like oh a, god. A, somebody who's brain dead.
1: Oh my god! Stephen King must be furiously writing his next novel. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's gonna take full like 150
0: head. people. It's gonna cost like 11 million dollars or something like that. It's it gonna sounds take. Sounds low. The How first can...
2: thing my head thought of, my brain thought of your head. Is, my head <laughs> is is when they is after they remove it from the first one, will they put it in a jar full of fluid, and will a surgeon be like? Yeah, selfie with like uh, your know
1: head in a jar. You know it. And then you know someone's going to crack his phone and yeah. it's going to be leaked on the, on TMZ and it's going to be a huge scandal. Yeah. But I, I would do it. I'd have and it. there will be a Fry reaction. <laughs> me of course. It. I knew that there was yeah. a Futurama link <laughs> to your question. Yes. Uh, to your musings. But that's so fucking hardcore.
0: Yeah. Apparently the, the procedure, they're going to connect the like the blood vessels from the dude's head to the new body first. Uh-huh. and then sort of
1: feed like like then, uh feed the like basically run the the blood through the body
0: right run the run the blood through the body and then start like
2: that makes sense the, wires first no i i know yeah, it makes yeah. sense yeah. And but it's then so <laughs> dark
0: detaching the all the hardware and then they fuse the they fuse the spine. <clears throat> the spine together and then connect all the bits jesus christ yeah
1: I guess i mean i guess it was coming, but the implications of that i can't even wrap my 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 head around it mm. uh i can't i can't i <laughs> <laughs> was not voluntary yeah. I, I um da, 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 da. I, oof, that's so fucked that's so fucked to 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 transfer a head it's so cartoonish mm. or 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 schlocky like b movie reanimators really? type shit you know totally uh, like what if he, we could give him a new body? it can't be done <laughs> that was a <laughs> and there's a lightning that, storm <laughs> that, um,
2: <laughs> I, I feel like this was a an mst3k movie possible well like c- a head on a table
1: wait what the hell was that uh that's i think that's reanimator wasn't it? With, no, no, uh, it's not
2: reanimator. It's it's an old mystery science theater three oh, thousand. That's 3000. possible.
1: That's poss- oh, that's possible. Well there's uh, the other one. There's the there's the Stephen King one with the guy that gets a convict's arm. Like his arm gets ripped off.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Uh, was it dark half? No, that's the one where he's got a twin that's in his a brain. Twin. Yeah. But there's one where some guy gets his arm ripped off in an accident and they execute a convict and they they give the like they transplant that really the arm. Rings a bell. And of yeah. course for some reason the the arm is murderous of course because you know when you're a bad person you your your limbs aren't all tainted with your evil and then <laughs> i guess he's just stabbing with this one arm and the other one's like trying to
3: no 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 no! don't do it <laughs>
0: <There's> <laughs> one beefy arm full of tattoos exactly <laughs> and it's
1: like that scene from uh evil dead uh, in the cabin where he's fighting his own his hand. Own hand yeah. <laughs> I think it's called Body Parts. Body Parts, yeah. Okay.
0: 1991.
1: Read us the, the, the synopsis.
0: After losing his arm in a car accident, a criminal psychologist has it replaced with a limb of, know, He's a criminal <laughs> psychologist. Of dot, dot, dot. Click here to of dot, follow dot, through. Dot, yeah. dot, yeah.
2: Full webpage.
1: Read more, but first, the new Pepsi Cola. <laughs>
0: <laughs> has it replaced with a limb that belonged to a serial killer? Five out of five point five out of ten on IMDB. Oh. That's relatively good. Jeff Fahey.
1: Oh yeah, Jeff Fahey. Yeah. He I think he was in La- Lawnmower Man. I yeah, think yeah. he's a Lawnmower man, the guy who had that creepy he was like cr- handsome but creepily handsome. Mm-hmm. Like there was something off about him.
0: Yeah, that dude.
2: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I always think of him from Lawnmower Man. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um that's kind of ooh, head transplant. That nah, you really you really blew my mind there. That's I don't know what to say to that, yeah I mean I have conversations all the time about people with uh with with people about like how there's going i guess there's gonna be like the cybernetics and the bio whatever you call it biomechanics or hmm. where like we're gonna have this choice We're like is the mechanical choice gonna be like the the Mazda miata of replacements you know like you if you can't afford it, you can finance a ugly roboto arm, but hmm. if you've got the goods. If you have got the money, you can have a nice, shiny, new one
0: grown. Or they recently did a, a pretty good face transplant too with some guy who like blew his face off. Jesus! And he had like a big, like a hole for a face.
2: Or like uh, oh, like uh, I thought like, it was like execution. Like or was that someone else? I
0: think it might have been someone else. I could be okay. wrong too. Anyway,
1: face was scrapped. Yeah, yeah. And sure. what? How, I don't understand the transplant, like the muscle tissue and all. Yeah, that. the yeah, skin, the, the, the muscle tissue. T- piece
0: by piece. Like nope. dude had like no nose, nothing, you know. One one big face transplant. They
1: just sliced off the other's mm-hmm. person's face and yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I was just I was listening to Jason's him going to wake up in cold
1: sweats tonight. <laughs> I, I just I was just listening to Rogan talk about a fight where the guy was submitted the other guy by um putting his chin in the other guy's eye socket. <laughs> And crushing his eye socket, what? And making the other guy tap. And it's like though it as the 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 crowning achievement of like meathead. Like it defies every technique, every martial artist's like yeah, finesse. Never seen anything like yeah, that. Yeah, apparently there's a video of it. Like the, he's he literally it sounds just, like it would hurt. Yeah, it sounds like yeah. super. Like your your Thank big you. brother's done it to you. So, you know when you was like farting on your head. You're like ow ow. You just you put your chin in my eye. It's, it's really <laughs> fucked don't do that that hurts <laughs> you know but this guy literally was like tied up with some other dude on the there's floor. no rule against it there isn't right stop, that's stop. the funny part is there's no there's absolutely no rule against it there or will be soon uh, probably
0: <laughs> no chin eye no <laughs> or
1: there's the other one the uh, apparently the mouth covering that's a that's a that's a technique that's used quite often yeah where they just cover the other guy's mouth and you're like it's somehow vaguely legal but I think finally they've outruled it or something. Oh, have they? Really? But it, be, uh, it always
0: seemed like it should be illegal.
1: Yeah, that that, that sounds like, like horrible. It's like a, a, a noogie or whatever. Not noogie, but <laughs> you put your uh, finger up someone's nose or yeah. There's just some shit that you yeah. shouldn't do. It's just not done. <laughs>
0: you know, there's a move like in in wrestling where like you like put like three fingers in the guy's in the ass. The guy's ass. All? Yeah, yeah.
1: In the <laughs> Turkish wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> Of course, the Turkish <laughs> wrestling. You yeah, pick of him
0: up, it's like taint.
1: Well, it makes sense <laughs> from a, from a mechanics if, if standpoint. Yokozuna,
2: was it Yokozuna that sat on people?
1: Yeah, yeah. So no, I but mean, like like leveraging on someone's people, like... asshole. I mean, it, you, you, if you can pull on someone's mouth or hair, <laughs> you, you or
0: can't. you're not allowed to fish hook You're not, you're not allowed <laughs> to. God, it's
1: worse now that it's got a name.
0: The to, the mouth thing. The yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, but when you I mean on initially cheek it's a it's a fish oak. Not when you put your finger in someone's hand. Yeah, that <laughs> no, that's
1: called like a, 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 a like a sly panther. It's probably got like a name. Right? The mongoose in the tall grass. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I don't care what you call it. Don't do that again. <laughs> sometimes it's called foreplay. Sometimes it's foreplay. <laughs> but that you are out of line, sir. You are out of line. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> How did we get here from cybersecurity to <laughs> anal security? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, it's uh, vulnerabilities. It's, oh, it's, uh, yes, and tra- heads being transplanted. I just the back doors. That's it. Back doors. <laughs> that's what happened. Back door security. Damn it! This was Steve the whole time. He he, he slightly uh, he slightly inserted uh, There's that. So many that. good titles
0: for this episode. Just, this is an episode of titles. Back door security.
1: Whew. Uh This has almost nothing to do with what we're talking about, but. I accidentally put my uh, uh, iPhone uh, earbuds in the wash.
2: <laughs> I saw you put the exact same thing happened to me. Did it? They? Yeah. Well, did they the they same came out unscathed, but uh, here's still what, functioning, except now yeah. they're like a tightly wound coil of like...
1: They're, they're oh, just coiled.
2: Well, that can... I can still use yeah, them. Yeah,
1: but they're just, they, they, <coughs> they coil back into a...
2: But they want to like pigtail almost.
1: Did they, did you leave, forget it in there for a full dry? Wash, then dry. Full dry. Yeah, full okay. dry. Okay, what happened to me was, is I put them, I put my clothes in the wash, and um, I'm looking for my ear, my earbuds everywhere, and I'm like, oh, it's not, all. I've checked all nine places, I usually leave them, and then it dawned on me, I'm like, is it in the wash? Maybe, And it goes, ding, dong, dong. I go down, put everything in the, too lazy to check because it's a big wad of clothes, right? So I just like jam it in there, go back up. Did I, did I put I go through the nine places again. I'm like, God damn it. I probably put it in the wash. I go down and I, you know, washers, the new ones have this way of kind of like spitting out all the stuff that's not supposed to be in there. When you open the door, all the change (laughs) and your lighter and all the stuff falls out. Uh, and I like opened the dryer, like interrupted the cycle and poof, the speaker, like the earbuds just fell out into my hand, but it, it had only been there for like five minutes. So I realized that they, they were probably fucked and then this dried them just enough. <laughs> like if I'd left it there another five, 10 minutes, they would have like melted or, or mm-hmm. something, but it just worked out somehow. I don't
2: know. It was very mm-hmm.
1: strange, was a very strange experience. To... No, I
2: did like like the full full both full cycles, and oh. it kind of has like melt marks, like where it kind really? of like rubbed against the metal, the hot metal, right. like in the dryer.
1: Mine is unscathed. <clears throat> in fact, they're clean again. They're like you know they get that gray after a while of yeah. you dragging them around. They're they're white again. And, uh, and the other thing that I've I've washed a few times and they still work are fucking lighters. I don't understand that.
2: It, I, like a fucking little Bic lighter. Hmm. I'll take it out of the wash and I'm like, oh no. Well, I mean, it should still work as long as the flint is still there. I think that's often what happens is that just through all the tumbling, the flint pops out and then you're like, oh, yeah. done.
1: Yeah. Did you see those lighters? <laughs> speaking of which, sorry, we're tangenting here, but did you see that lighter that emits like an ele- It lights your c- cigarette with like an electrical charge?
0: Yeah, but it has like a really high pitched noise. <laughs> that Does goes it? Along I, I think it.
2: you're confusing that with a taser. No, it looks. You don't like want a, a light. It looks like a taser. Don't want to light a you see like the that.
1: little
0: electrical thing? And
1: you can <laughs> you, you can USB charge it. And then and shock someone in the face.
0: Yeah, it's got two little crossy yeah. things. Yeah, yeah, but apparently it's like <coughs> <coughs> what are you doing it? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Sorry listeners. <laughs> 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 yeah. Apparently it's really high pitched and annoying. Huh. That's I never, what I heard.
1: Never noticed that. Have you tried them? Well, I I have a friend who has one and I I I didn't hear anything. Oh, okay. Maybe maybe uh, uh maybe my ears are dead to that frequency. You know, they say when Perhaps. you
2: hear it like uh <clears throat> <clears throat> I this last couple of concerts I've been to or the, the last one at least I remember not bringing my uh earplugs. I was like, "Oh, shit, forgot my earplugs." And um And coming out in the next day, it's like, huh, my ears aren't ringing. Then I'm like, I guess that frequency is just gone now. (laughs) There was nothing to kill. (laughs) No, exactly. He was
1: dead on (laughs) arrival. (laughs) 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 That's our next song. Is
3: called.
1: (laughs) This is Jesse Mock, an ex motorcycle cop injured in the line of duty. Now a police troubleshooter. He's been recruited for a top secret government mission to ride Streethawk, an all terrain attack motorcycle designed to fight urban crime. Capable of incredible speeds up to 300 miles an hour and immense firepower.
2: Only one man, Federal Agent Norman Tuttle, knows Jesse Mock's true identity. The man, the machine, Streethawk. So the reason I have a Detroit cap uh Detroit Tigers camp specifically is because um ba- basketball? baseball basketball baseball American baseball <makes> so ra- 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 is ra- ra- because um when I was a little kid um and you know you're a little kid and you're watching sports or whatever, I uh did the Red Wings became my favorite team because uh there was a guy named Steve on the team, Steve Eisman specifically at oh, that yeah. time. Um, and when you're a kid, that's how you pick your favorite team, Pretty much. Right? The you know, criteria are pretty basic. Yeah. And so um, because I was a Red Wings fan, I then also became a fan of every other Detroit sporting team, uh-huh. um, which also means that uh, for a long time, I didn't realize what of a, uh, that was a really bad choice sporting wise. Is it? Um, yeah, if you like, if you like sports, it becomes, dis- it's one of those, one of those Detroit teams. Sucks. Um, they don't win, <laughs> they, they don't, don't win a lot. They long. don't tend to win. They, they, were, they haven't, they, it's been a long time since the... You watch baseball? No. No? Not
0: God no. no. God,
2: no. No. When I, when I was a kid, yeah, because, it, you know, when you're a kid, you, you, yeah, I'd play soccer, I'd play baseball, hmm. uh, you play for, you're, you're playing the sports, so it's a little more interesting. Now I just can't, um no I patience g- g- um yeah baseball i find too boring to watch it's still fun to play but i can't i can't watch it yeah, i can't watch can't do it. it's like golf like, or or soccer i can't watch I've, I've i officially can't watch soccer anymore oh really yeah or soccer soccer i can't i can't handle it it's really? just uh, they need soccer needs video replay and and misconduct penalties for people flopping on the ground for no reason. I just, when I watch it, I watch the replay. I used to ref, right? So I used to ref. Yeah. Uh, I get so angry. I get so angry watching them. Mm. And I just, and it, yeah, it need the, 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 the sport needs some modern help that many other sports have already introduced. There's a reason video replay Mm. is there. It doesn't make gameplay worse. It makes it better. Um,
1: would it would it however put the stink on a couple of like big big teams because there all the
2: teams they, it's it's not <laughs> yeah it's, they, i
1: think that's what what the the resistance is obviously right it's like moving to electric cars kind of thing would cost some big franchises their advantage because they uh, kind of factor in the flopping on the floor and the fake injuries and the rolling around on the ground as it's part of the strategy It shouldn't be, but yeah, I get no.
2: For me, it makes it unwatchable. I can't, I can't, I just can't watch it anymore. Yeah, I just,
1: I've never had the patience for sports in a big way. Uh, Playoff hockey can be fun, I guess, depending on the game. I picked my first sports cap as a kid because I I like the logo. I had a Mm -hmm. New Jersey Devils cap Mm -hmm. that was made out of um, corduroy, Mm, and it it, corduroy caps, corduroy caps, and it looked Mm -hmm. badass. From Andre Lalonde's ball. That's where yeah. I bought it. <laughs> and I, I had zero idea. I was just like, the devils are cool.
2: They're the That's best. It was me. probably the Bordeaux years. So probably, yeah, yeah. I probably lucked out. And I it. had a devil's cap too. Did it you? was
0: given to me, though, because somebody thought I liked devils.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. I got a
1: cap from, I got a Nordiques hat from the family of a Nordiques player, oh. which I only figured out years later. That I was like, oh, cool. I wonder what I did with it. But, um, yeah, no, I've never been one for logos and and jerseys and representing the team and like going downtown in the Habs jersey. It's just not my thing. I don't know. I, don't, I mean, I guess, I'm, I guess I'm happy when the Habs win, but I don't care. I don't know. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know.
0: You've been let down too many times.
1: Maybe, but I mean, even if they were like bringing it <laughs> home, i am just be like, okay, they won. I, I guess it's it because it brings out a certain type of person that I don't necessarily mm-hmm. relate to. Mm-hmm.
2: I w- I often feel that um um uh that it that um sort of patriotism and yeah and kind of support the troops together and kind of allegiance yeah. to a team yeah.
1: yeah blind blind allegiance and and yeah I mean whenever the teams playing there's a big game there's always like 100,000 assholes from the suburbs that descend on the city and you you immediately know they're they're from the suburbs because they have they they think the metro looks really interesting (laughs) they like look like you know tourists they're looking around and there's like they're four kids and the guy looks like he probably drives a truck or some sort of vehicle that you don't see in the city very often and they're all decked out and then they all have that kind of suburban thing going on I don't I mean I don't judge it necessarily you know sounds like you're judging it does it does (laughs) But it seems Just like trying it's, to keep you honest, Jason. It's like a function. It's like a function, and in in, in itself, it's not harmful. I mean, people come out. For, you know, it's the same thing when I see the the, the, the fucking legions descend on the city for like a Disney on Ice or.
2: Oh, I thought you were talking about the, actually the legion. No, 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 no. What? No, no.
1: When I see like the little cars. When uh, I see shrine? a bazillion, or the the worst event I think in this town, probably maybe in every town, is the goddamn monster trucks. Which, no,
0: it's F1, man. That's the worst. F1?
1: But yeah, but it's kind of like focused on this one region downtown, and then everybody goes off the island to go see the race, right? Mm. But when it's hockey or it's something out of the Bell Center or whatever, it, it's always like it's everywhere. And the minute the thing ends, they just like pour out into the city. And if you're having a beer with friends, there's like immediately 800 assholes in jerseys that come in. And I just, I'm just like, ugh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I like people. I just
0: doesn't sound like it.
1: <laughs> I don't know. There's something about don't it. Don't
0: suburban people deserve some happiness as well? They deserve happiness. Isn't there room for them in this Stop world? It. <laughs> <laughs> I have. Absolutely I'm calling you to task. All right. All right. No. No. I mean, I know it, exactly what you mean, though.
1: It's not. It's not even about the suburbs. It's just about the function. Whenever I see masses of people all going to a thing, and I suspect that most of them don't really care or have any. They're just going to a thing because it's a thing. The thing's going on, and mm-hmm. let's go to the thing. I'm just kind of ugh, I don't know. I don't. Know, I don't relate to it. Even when I we used to go to metal shows all the time, like this, the music I love, the scene I love, but I was like, I could never be in the scene.
0: It's the douche right. factor.
1: Yeah, or there's a just, do,
0: there's a there's a different douche factor for each activity. Yeah, it's true. And some of those things are really high. Like I went to see a, a UFC show. Oh god, and I'll never go again. That's the mecca. Yeah, it's the, yeah, it's just like I the do, douche factor is just so high. Right, I do it's a lot like of these things of
2: now. By well, not by myself, but within the comfort of my own home with yeah. maybe a couple people that I actually like. So I'll watch. You know, I'll 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 do a pay per view UFC. Yeah, it that works, wouldn't. right? And watch it at home and, exactly and it'll be idea. entertaining and, and that's it. Or I'll watch, um, <clears throat> well, I, I will go to a bar and watch rugby because no one else is watching. So it's fine. Thing. No, exactly. Acceptable it's not a Acceptable douche factor. Pardon me? There's an acceptable douche factor. Yeah, yeah. There are none. I'm, I, there's like three people there and you don't talk to each other. You're just watch, you're like, a, amazed someone else is watching the rugby match with you.
0: That is a very acceptable douche factor. Yeah. 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 And well, uh,
2: What was it like when you went to the
1: U, UFC event?
0: Oh, just a bunch of meatheads all screaming and like saying like racist, uh, ignorant stuff. And like when, like they're not even in the USA and like people are just like going for the white guy and be like, USA, USA. You know, like <laughs> they're from the <laughs> South Shore. Yeah. And like you're just rooting against the guy who's not from your neck of the woods. Right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or has literally. Like a, yeah. who has like a slightly different skin tone. Uh huh. And like, oh, the Asian guy, you don't like him because he's Asian? And like, you root for the white guy sort of thing?
1: It, people get very old school tribal yeah. in those situations.
0: It was just, it was like, it was very redneck. Probably a lot of the stuff that like you would object to in the monster truck stuff.
1: Yeah, Well, the the, the monster truck thing was more like, it was sad. Because everyone was seemed to be pretending that this was such a great event. But the event sucked. Like, there was just... It just it was terrible. Well, was I thought it was interesting. I thought it was for kids. You maybe, but it isn't even fun on that level. They just kind of go do laps and then and these two guys are commenting over it and sound way too excited for what's happening. And then a couple of assholes come out in dirt bikes and jump over the monster trucks and then a car gets crushed and then one of the trucks purposefully flips on its side and then everyone's Oh no! And then the driver gets out and
0: yay! <laughs> as, as a kid, I probably would have been yeah, into maybe. that. Maybe, but the whole thing. And is... I think our monster truck sucks I in think comparison it's to like other monster trucks. Because like other monster trucks, they had this like giant mecha dinosaur right. that like Destructo. I just like yeah. you you should fire, fire yeah. and like yeah. eats the cars but that's what
1: they show you in the footage of the trailer when they're like they we're coming to town and then yeah. you go and it's like five trucks just rolling in a circle mm. that's just lazy and everyone's sucking yeah. in exhaust you just shouldn't you shouldn't
2: <laughs> revisit things from your youth maybe you should just leave them there mm. you're right and fond memories it's just like don't... watching
1: old G.I. Joe episodes like, oh G.I. God. Joe or
2: Jesus. um I was talking recently with someone about this uh, um oh um the Space Pirate, uh, oh. uh, uh, uh yeah, yeah, Albator, yeah, man, it's the same episode over, over and over. <laughs> I was, rewatched it, but, but it's basically a friend of mine that I work with. He bought the DVDs because he was like, oh, I want to show it to my kids because I have such fond memories, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. And uh, and he was like, you know, I, I knew he bought it. He's like, Oh, afterwards, this is af- freshly bought, right? I think we went to Fairview together and we bought them. And uh, and he was like, "Oh, when I'm when I'm when I'm done watching it, you can borrow them too." I'm like, "Oh, great!" <clears throat> and uh, so when after after I was like, "Oh, you no do you uh, did you do thing, watch yeah. it?" Yeah, and he's like, "Yeah." <laughs> it's like uh, he's like, "Yeah, yeah, you can you can borrow them." He didn't seem too enthused, but I didn't think much of it. And and I watched them, and I it was like, oh. this is garbage." Painfully tried watching; it. I couldn't make it through <laughs> it, and. And i gave it back to him and he's like so uh so what'd you think and he's like uh and and i was like oh my like, god it doesn't it's, it's not the same anymore you know watching him like i really couldn't watch it it was just repetitive and yeah I crew I mean, yeah and then he's like you you don't want to borrow the city doll then oh god <laughs> I'm, <no>. like, <laughs> oh, I'm like and i'm like okay no. i guess i
1: won't no i think a lot of the appeal of those shows were that we couldn't catch all the episodes because they were on at specific days and specific times. Mm. And we'd always catch like part of an episode. We'd never fully see an episode or. You but also, know.
2: they're just not designed for an adult brain. Possibly. Like you, yeah. for kids, you want it. You, yeah, but like you, look at. Repetition is, is for kids, you want it. You, repetition you want the is same important. thing over and over. Yeah. You want it because yeah. it helps you to fall along. And, you know, when you're a kid and you're watching, you're in and out anyways, right? Mm. You're, yeah. you're, you're watching, you might be doing something at the same time. You keep going, they keep going over the same things over and over. You can't
0: follow us. Like a complex storyline no. at that age, anyway.
1: Yeah, you don't really care. If and there's so, more than three things, you're like, "Ugh, tired." Yeah, <laughs> you just fall asleep, hmm. like an old man. Yeah,
0: remember? Were you watching uh, that old show V? Oh God, Ooh. like the original '80s uh, series. The original one, yeah, which terrified me as a kid. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, it was it was a stuff of nightmares. Yeah, yeah mostly because I wasn't really allowed to watch it, and I kind of watched it from the stairwell when I was supposed to be in bed. You're peeking through the bars? Yeah, I could just see like a little bit of it, and most of it, like, I could just hear the audio and just like a couple of little sneak, a couple of peeks. There was a mystery to it. And then I watched it again, It was just like... (laughs) Is it dog shit? It was terrible.
2: I terrible. I remember watching that as a kid, and the first time he, like takes like the skin off his face and you see like the lizard underneath like, oh my god. Yeah. Watching again, you're like, is he just did they just put play doh on his face? Is it's, he just pulling the play-doh off of his face that they just haphazardly put on there? It's aged. How so is this bad,
0: terrifying? Man. It's aged so bad. Man. But
1: yeah, um what was were the other shows I was really into um uh Night Rider. Hmm. Night Rider is a little bit tough to watch. Right. Um although it's not horrible. But it's it it's it's like it holds up to yeah. a certain degree. It's
2: no Magnum PI, but
3: <laughs> No,
1: I don't know if Magnum holds up. Does does Magnum hold up? Uh you know what? I'd I'd have to I'd have to rewatch it. I'd have to watch it. I know there was one epi- okay, speaking of Requiem for a Dream episodes of a show, mm-hmm. you know, like the episodes that like traumatizes you. Yeah. There is one episode of Magnum PI Remember that I'll never forget, and it's one of those weird episodes that stops everything. And I think he gets lost in the sea. Like he gets washed out to sea and I the whole episode that. is him exhausted trying to swim back to shore and he doesn't know where he is and then there might be sharks and there might be tides and it, it's night and he's just alone and just swimming. Do they
2: rescue him in the helicopter?
1: Maybe. I don't remember how it ends, <laughs> but it, it, it was like, it was fucked up because all the other episodes you had like the ding yeah. like, and then you had this black, Buddy helicopter driver who's like, "Hey man, how's it going?" And you had the douchebag friend, douchebag friend, and you had like the tight ass British butler. guy, yeah, uh, and and you always had those elements there as kind of reference points, right? But this episode just kind of pulled the rug out from under you, and he's just like Magnum's fucking stranded in the ocean by himself, <laughs> and, I, and probably if I'd watch it now, I'd be like, he's just swimming, hmm. but back then I was like, oh no, Magnum, you're not
2: gonna make it. I feel like Magnum PI <laughs> went on longer than than uh than knight rider though then it should have yeah <laughs> I thought,
0: I thought, I thought you were gonna end that <laughs> yeah no
1: uh i watched a lot of fucking television when i was a kid because mm-hmm. it was my way into north american society and of course most of the footage or most of the programming was um recycled american shows yeah so there was uh things like simon and simon you remember that show? Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> like I remember the themes of to all these songs right. or all these shows. Um, one show that I think is probably responsible for opening my like science fiction, cyberpunk eye was uh, Street Hawk. I don't know if you remember that show.
2: Street Hawk.
1: So there was this period in the 80s. Oh, where, sound where having cool vehicles was a thing. So Knight Rider obviously being yeah. like a flagship of that, yeah. right? there was Airwolf. And there was Airwolf, which if you watch it now, you're like, how did kids get into the show? <laughs> it was a super dark, super dark show. There, yeah. there there was an episode where the the someone hacked the helicopter and made it like go rogue and destroy shit. And it was like covert operations and it was a very weird i just
2: feel like it was always airwolf coming up uh, over a ridge it's like suddenly appearing behind a mountain it's like oh there's airwolf
1: yeah probably the same footage now (laughs) if we watch it again we'd realize it was the same footage over and over um airwolf was a very strange show street hawk i think at that point they were like okay we've done the car we've done the chopper let's do a motorcycle and just the image of Street Hawk, like, it haunted my dreams. Like, whenever I would find a parked motorcycle in the, in the garage where we lived, uh, I would just, like, I would spend a, the whole day on it pretending to be the Street Hawk guy. And it, I, I'm not sure what the premise of the show was. I guess they kind of, like, former CIA agent is wounded and is given special da-da-da, and now Street Hawk. And he, obviously, <laughs> rides the streets. <laughs> he rides the streets like dispensing justice. But that show failed. I don't know if it lasted past a past a episode? season. <laughs> but that shitty little show that never took off completely consumed me until this day. I have a motorcycle fetish because of it. Um, Jesus, I never watched the show. Yeah, and then now I need want to dig it up. But at the same time, I'm thinking about what you but, said. Yeah, like, don't fuck with it. Yeah, leave it, leave <laughs> it alone. you're gonna be disappointed, right? Uh, oh yeah, that look. Yeah, yeah that that image. Like, I <laughs> want that tattooed on my back. Yeah, for some reason, it's it's been with me for so long. As a, he's
0: popping a wheelie.
1: Yeah, and it's kind of cool again, right? Like, if you made this TV show with that exact aesthetic, mm. it would totally be in right now with Maybe. some like synthwave soundtrack. Yeah, wave it looks soundtrack.
2: like um, Kung Fury. Yeah, yeah. it has a, that kind of aesthetic.
1: It looks like a show that like uh, Nicholas Refn, whatever dude that made Drive, Winding Refn. Winding, winding one, winding, winding, winding. Winding yeah, wong yeah, he would he would totally be behind, and it had this dude in it who I think was in the 18. No, was
2: he? Uh, he looks like the guy, no, from he uh, yeah, uh, Murphy probably Brown. Canadian,
1: yeah, Murphy Brown, that's yeah. it, yeah, yeah. oh,
2: yeah. yeah, I
1: feel like all these shows are populated by Canadian actors, uh, <laughs> but
0: it's that guy's name,
1: I don't know, but look how that, that looks badass, right? But probably if I yeah. <laughs> okay, it doesn't, it's just me. <laughs> and then it, then uh, I thought of the, um, I don't know if you guys remember the show because I saw it at the, in French overdub, so I don't know what the name of it is in English, but it was Auto Man. Do you remember this? Auto Man. It had what I think was Paul Reiser at a very young age. I'm not 100% sure, it, was, it might be a Paul Reiser lookalike. Okay. And it's a guy that created a program that becomes self-aware, but in the cheesiest way. Like you see one of those old beige Apple compatible computers and the cursor flies off the screen and becomes like this prism and it designs this superhero called Auto Man and it was just this guy who was like lit up. Yeah, that's it. Auto Man, what like, is it called? The complete series, yeah.
0: I think it was the same in English. Can you, can you. It che- looks kind of Tronish.
1: It, it's, of course, it was a complete reaction to I don't it. think I've, yeah. But the can you check the casting?
2: It's kind of a Paul
0: Reiser look-alike. I
1: I feel like Paul Reiser wasn't it. But
2: no, no, I just saw the guy's face. It didn't, didn't look like him. But it, you're like, oh yeah, I guess Bizarro Paul. Who, Reiser. that guy? N-
1: no, no, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Okay, okay. So it's, it's a Paul Reiser type. Paul Reiser
0: <laughs> <laughs> look, low rent. But Paul look at how
1: creepy this dude looks. <laughs> <laughs> the, the star of the show. Yeah, yeah. It's it just terrifying. looks like
2: a Liberace outfit.
0: He he yeah.
2: just.
1: Uh, I guess this was like top. It's notch. like
2: Liberace's Christmas sweater. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's a it's a Tron it's a Tron thing just. Costume on steroids.
1: The world's first truly automatic man, <gasps> which automatic meant something really futury mm. back then. We have the technology. Like the word turbo was a big deal. Right, mm. putting two thousand or three thousand after whatever you. Yeah,
0: I Somehow went. Somehow to... two thousand seems better, like more futuristic than, than three thousand. Yeah. Like,
2: yeah, I went to the uh, You're right. I was on. I was walking on Notre Dame a couple of weeks ago, and it was like um. I'm watching this shit this tonight, little by the way. Yeah. Pop up. I don't know, like a. Uh, No, whatever. It's like a uh, pop-up type of like flea market kind of thing. Uh And it's just a bunch of people like this random little door you walk through and there's a bunch of things. And I walk into the back and just looking around a bunch of crap. And on a shelf, there's a $6 million man doll. Oh, shit. And I remember having that same doll, the one with like where you can look through the back of his head out of his like eyeball. And there's a little button on the back that makes a sound like you're taking a photo when in fact it's just making a sound. Uh Uh-huh. And the damn thing was selling for like one hundred and twenty yeah, bucks.
1: Yeah, yeah, no man, collectors are all over that shit. Mm, that but, stretch Armstrong. But arm, yeah, those I just
2: things. I just sat there like a big dumb idiot playing with this doll for yeah. like ten minutes because I am like, well, six million dollar wow. man. <laughs>
0: like it's, it's like, please, sir, put thing. down the doll, <laughs>
1: sir, sir. Um, six million dollar man was what, like seventies, early eighties. 70s, I don't remember. 70s, probably, I think right? It was, yeah. But yeah. so I was still in, in, in communist Europe at the time as a very young child when, when that show was, I guess, uh, reached Europe, right? Because <laughs>
2: yes, that's, so it was the 6,000 ruble man? 6,000 <laughs> <laughs> ruble. The, 6, the perfectly, perfectly loyal to the proletariat <laughs> man, right? Um,
1: uh, so we didn't get $6, 000, uh, uh, $6 million man uh it didn't reach 78 78 yeah so that i was born in that yeah, yeah. so we didn't get six million dollar men but there what we uh there was a female version yeah but the bionic
2: the woman bionic woman yeah, right. yeah. that Which, was that came was after like, yeah she that was, came that, after it was like the spinoff yeah. and it
1: yeah. was like a he-man she-ra situation where yeah. the uh, uh, bionic woman was superior a mm. superior show hmm. and i Till this day, the right. you know when yeah. she would like do a super jump, yeah. it, it, I was like that is the coolest fucking thing. But ever. that was the same
0: thing in the six million dollars. Yeah, right? the same thing. The same noise. Yeah, but it's gonna do something or she was gonna do something special. It was
1: but in communist Romania there was like no, no frame of reference for that. You know, so you would just catch a bit of Bionic Woman. And you're like, oh my god. She jumped over the fence. <laughs> now if we'd we cue it up, it we'd probably like hysterically laugh. Like get baked and fucking laugh It's as like she just kinda pushed that door open. There was no superpowers there. <laughs> they made the sound, but she just kinda pushed this door open. And it's a studio. They're in a studio. <laughs> that door is made of cardboard.
3: That's not a real that's
1: not a real piece of iron <laughs> or whatever that she's lifting. Um yeah. Yeah, it's like watching the old Star Trek episode with when he's fighting the li- the Gorn, the lizard guy. Yeah, and it's super difficult to watch with a straight yeah. face now. All right, man. Was there anything else we wanted to talk about? I think it's a good it's a it's a good place to wrap it up. I'm good. You're good. Yeah,
2: I sang. I'm good.
1: Thanks for coming out, man. Super short notice. Nope, no problem. Uh, always always fun to fucking hang out with you, man. Uh, you wanna, a pleasure do you wanna like uh do not know leave us with a like a recipe or something you cook
2: you make good food a res uh, i guess what it's are not, you doing now it's not a, it's not so much a recipe but i i um i did that like you know when you if you're making steak and you you fry it first, and it's a big piece, you start you get it, and then you finish it in the oven. You sear and it. And I then did the opposite recently, and it's way better. You ovened it. Reverse yeah, searing, yeah. I think it's called. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw it online somewhere. I'm like, okay, give it a try. Well, that makes sense, <clears throat> because
1: by reversing it, you're you're getting the tenderizing the meat first, and well, then sealing the sealing. In fact, the deal. it
2: was the. The browning that you would do normally when you when you do it st- start it on the, the grill or stove. The browning um, takes yes the, the Maillard effect as they call it. The it uh, just sounds
1: like something I should be doing. Something yeah. Yeah. I'm doing now I should be calling <laughs> yes. the browning. Yeah. <laughs> go on.
2: Um, the it takes a fraction of it, of the time. Uh-huh. After it's come out of the oven because it's been it's it's dried on the outside and the it's it's almost to whatever the temperature is you know five degrees less of rare medium rare wherever mm-hmm. you want to go, and then yeah it's like you just brand, it was great I rec- I highly Steve, recommend it
1: once every five years blows my mind with some like quick tip, mm-hmm. well I'll be like I'll try to impress him with some bullshit I'm like I ate some pork chops with maple sauce on it he's like that's nice. <laughs> Have you tried it with feta, rubbing it with feta cheese before? I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, just rub it down with feta cheese. I'm like, that, that doesn't the, sound. That's
2: a record, I never said that. It, that it'll be weird.
1: <laughs> well, the the actual example I remember is when I was listening to this huge thing where I'd make pork chops and I was so proud of myself and then beef or whatever. And then he told me to just take a little square of blue cheese and put it on the top once once I pull oh, it yeah, off on top the of the steak? Yeah, yeah. And it's let the blue cheese kind of just like dissolve mm-hmm. over the top cheese of it. Cheese just makes everything better. And uh, I never forgot it.
0: <laughs> so, so the way that you're doing your steak, you're putting like what three
2: fifty in the oven for no, like lower. Oh yeah, like lower to depending depending on your oven, anywhere between 200 and 250. For how long? Um, Just for our listeners, I guess. It, so for for I did it medium rare in my oven for a one and a little bit inch steak was about thirty minutes. Okay, that's in my oven, which is a shitty English oven. Nothing against English; they make fabulous products, I think,
0: probably. And then you fry the <laughs> shit out of it. Yeah. Barely. Yeah, but super go. hot, but low. Yeah, yeah, for, it takes. It, it,
2: it browns very quickly after that. It was, it was, yeah. And it it caught it's me ready. by surprise.
1: There you have it: bionic yeah. reverse searing steak hmm. by the six million dollar man, Steve. Bro, thank you for coming out. No problem. Fry a hole, brother.
2: Yeah. Fry in a hole.